Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Talk show. Recorded live. All right, welcome back to the House of David Bible Study, guys. Um, hope everyone's having a great week. Um, and we're going to continue on in the book of First Samuel. Yeah, this week is chapter two. Um, we're going to go ahead and pray in, and then we'll get started. All right. So, all right. Dear Father God. We thank you, dear God, for this blessed day in which you are given unto us. We thank you for your guidance. We thank you for your counsel and your understanding, dear Lord God. We thank you for your patience, your mercy, and your grace within our lives, dear Lord God. We thank you in the name of Jesus right now, dear Lord God, for blessing each and every one of us to get back home safe through the through the weather today, dear Lord God. And we just pray and thank you for watching over us through the day, Lord God. And we just ask right now, dear Lord God, as we come before you, Dear Lord God, to study in your word, to know more of you, dear Lord God, that you open up, dear Lord God, our hearts, our minds, our souls, dear Lord God, for understanding, dear Lord God, for your mysteries. We thank you for this time, dear Lord God, in which you have honored us with your presence, and we just thank you for allowing us, dear Lord God, to be your servants. In Jesus' name we pray and thank you. Amen. Amen. All right, so... Last week, we did 1 Samuel chapter 1, and we found a little little bit about, you know, what's going on with the mother, you know, how this lady truly prayed, right? Probably put us to shame. She was probably in front of that priest looking drunk, like he's like, get your wits about yourself, woman, right? <laughs> but nonetheless, so we, we, we see her praying. And, and confiding into God of what she wanted, truly what she wanted. Yeah. Well, chapter two, without you know, you know, setting the bar too high for herself, chapter two starts out with her praying. <laughs> so she, it is, you know, it's called you know the 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 song of Hannah, and uh, you know I think for the first seven or eight verses. It's what she, uh, what they call the song of Hannah, where she's praising God for what He has done, for the the, the blessing that in which she had received in Samuel. So um, we'll read uh, the the first few verses here, and then we'll we'll collaborate. All right? Okay. Amen. Amen. So First Samuel chapter two. And Hannah prayed and said, My heart rejoice in the Lord. My horn is exalted in the Lord. My mouth 
is enlarged over my enemies because I rejoice in thy salvation. So you see, she's yes. already putting her, her her enemies under her foot. Yes. You know, she said her salvation is greater than this. You can't, you can't hold me back, Satan. You can't hold me back, whoever it is trying to hold you back. Right? Amen. So she, she's got some serious stuff going on in her prayers. There is none holy as the Lord, for there is none beside thee, neither is there any rock like our God. Talk no more so exceedingly proudly. Let not arrogancy come out of your mouth, for the Lord is a God of knowledge, and by him actions are weighed. The foes of the mighty men are broken, and they that stumble are girded with strength. They that were full have hired out themselves for bread. Keep that one in mind in verse 5. And they that were hungry ceased, so that they, so that the barren had born seven, and, and she that had many children is waxed feeble. Verse 6, the Lord killeth and maketh alive. He bringeth down to the grave and bringeth up. The Lord maketh poor and maketh rich. He bringeth low and lifteth up. Verse 8, he raises up the poor out of the dust and lifteth up the beggar from the dunghill to set them among princes and to make them Inherit the throne of glory, for the pillars of the earth are the Lord's, and he has set the world upon them. He will keep the feet of his saints, and the wicked shall be silent in darkness, for by strength shall no man prevail. The adversaries of the Lord shall be broken to pieces. Out of heaven shall the thunder upon them, uh, shall the thunder upon them. The Lord shall judge the ends of the earth, and he shall give strength unto his kings and exalt the horn of his anointed. That's the song of Hannah. Now, everything I just read, you guys, I'm going to do a little jumping. You ain't got to, you ain't got to turn away or nothing. You can write these down to, to um, reference them back later. Now, verse 1, it said that she was praying. And she talks about the arrogancy of men and, 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 and the strength that's coming out of her mouth that God is, you know, is, is all this stuff, right? Right. In Luke, chapter 1, Luke chapter 1, verse 46 through 47 reads this. And it says, now this is, Remember, this is Hannah glorifying the Lord, right? She's yes. saying honor to God for giving her what? A son that she didn't have, right? Right. So, it says this in Luke 1 46. This is what, and it says, And Mary said, My soul doeth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the low esteem, estate of his handmaid. 
For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath done to me great things. And holy is his name, and his mercy is on them that fear him from generation to generation. So I'm just going to show you that Mary herself had the same encounter with God, basically, when the angel came and told her that she's going to have a male child that's going to do some great works for God, right? So the first thing that she does is give praise to God. Amen. The connection. Yeah. The connection there? Because yeah. yeah. Now, most of us, we will say, oh, thank you, Lord, thank you, Lord, right? We put the yeah. hallelujah up in the air, right? Yes. Yeah. These women went, went, went and broke out in a whole hallelujah uh, praise and, and dance yeah. and worship. Yeah, they, they, you know, they, they, they probably was giving God some, some high praise. Who knows, you know, how loud they were and, and you know, how emotional they were. But, you know, but they show that honor towards God for what he has done. Not to say that we don't. Now, don't get, us, don't get me wrong. We do. We, we thank God, you know, for what he has done for our families, our jobs, and whatever else is going on in our lives. But, man, just these women, see, and this is why I love this so much, because it's bringing honor to the women, because, you know, a lot of people will preach, you know, the oh, the humble woman, the humble wife should be quiet in church and all this other stuff and blah, blah, blah. No. Yeah. She wasn't quiet. She, she, oh, you know what, Mr. Hudson, you know, God gave me some stuff. You know what, and I'm going to go praise him. Yeah. Right? Thank you, God. You know, you can go to what you remember, but she told her husband, you know what, you go on to the temple. But right now, I need to take care of this blessing that God gave me. Yes, right? that. that must have been yes. married me because I know I ain't quiet. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But that's what it's all about because women, you guys are, I mean, society tries to, to, you know, press you down. Yes. You guys yes. are way, way too mighty for that. And I thank, God, I thank God for the resiliency of women because if it had not been for a lot of women through the Bible, we would be, we would be done. Yeah. You know, Eve get her bad rep, but you know what? Either way, she's still stuck by her man. Yeah. Either way. And, yeah. you know, with, with Ruth, the things she done. Yeah. You know, and, and all the other stuff that, that had gone on in the Bible where, you know, women saved a whole nation from annihilation. Yeah. You know, what's her name? When she went into, Esther went into the, to the, to the king to petition because yeah. this one guy was trying to wipe out the whole Hebrew nation. Yeah. Yeah. I love this because, like I said, it's empowering women to see how – important you guys are, right? Yes. So, I mean, this lady, they have a whole song about it. They, they, they made this thing into a song. What's going, what's going on? Sorry, I really love that reminder. Thank you so much because sometimes I kind of struggle in the Bible with the heavy stuff that goes on to women, and I'm like, okay, Jesus, what's going on here? So I love that you could bring my attention to some of the points where Women are being, you know, recognized mm-hmm. 
for praise and worship and, and seeking God on their own without just, you know, you know, yeah. all these things the Bible to just call down the opposite sex and stuff. So, You always hear about women should be chased and you know they should be you know seen and and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah. You can't be strong and be woman at the same time. Amen. Amen. That's good. I mean, you got you guys should be honored. I mean, it takes t- it takes two, right? Yeah. It does. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Last I checked, it took two. Right. You know, we, we, I know we live in a society full of single parents. I'm going to say parents because there are some single fathers. But at the same time, you can't tell me now one single parent wouldn't wouldn't pray to God that they had somebody else there helping them. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, when, you, when you're sick and, and just can't do it no more, you ain't got nobody to turn to? God never wanted that for us. Yeah. He never wanted this for us. And this lady is showing just how appreciative to God that she is, that yeah. half of a chapter she prayed. <laughs> so, so, and that's what this is all about, is about her doing what she's supposed to do in, in God. God yeah. gave her something. He gave her pretty much a responsibility. He said, I'm blessing you with this child because you asked for it. She said, yeah. well, Lord, Thank you for it, but I'm going to give them to you because I promise you to. I'm keeping my word. She wouldn't try to be greedy and hold on to the blessing because she knew that blessing would be used for others to be blessed. Right? And you'll see what, in in the later part of this chapter, you'll see what happens to those who don't reverence God like they should. Yeah. Yeah. Right? So this woman is the example here. She is setting the bar, right? And now we're coming to a point to where we're talking about Eli and his yeah. and his uh, two sons who are not, uh, you know, they're not good citizens. Let's put it that way. <laughs> they're just not. So, verse eleven. It says, and Elkanah, this is her uh, her husband, uh, went to Ramah to his house, and the child did minister unto the Lord before Eli the priest, meaning he's learning from the Lord. This is what uh, he's doing. Now, the sons of Eli, these are some knuckleheads, were sons of the loud. See, see, they're they're worshiping a false god. Yes, yes, yes. Your dad is the high priest, prophet. <laughs> right. And you are over here uh-huh. worshiping yes. something else. Right. Yes. But hold on, they they gonna stick their hand in the cookie jar though. Yes. So get this, right? So they they sons of the loud. That's meaning they 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 know that. They knew not the Lord, as it says, and the priest custom with the people was that when any man offered sacrifice, the priest's servant came while the flesh was in seething. 
with the flesh hook of three three teeth in his hand, and he struck it into the pan or kettle or cauldron or pot. All that the flesh hook brought up, the priest took for himself. So they did in shallow unto all the Israelites that came to, to um together. Also, before they burnt the fat, remember the God said the fat was his. Yes. Right? Before yes. they burnt the fat, the priest servants came and said to the man that sacrificed, Give flesh to roast for the priest, for he will not have sodden flesh of thee but raw. And if any man said unto him, Let them not fail to burn the fat presently, and then take as much as thy soul desire, then he would answer him, Nay, but thou shalt give it me now. See, that they're, they're, they're taking people's sacrifices. See, the, the, the priest was only supposed to take a, a certain portion of the sacrifice. Yeah. Right? So because they had to eat. That was their work. That was their job. They didn't have an income. So when the people sacrificed, the priest took a portion of the sacrifice for themselves. That was God's deal with them. But here's Eli's sons telling them, no, before you go sacrifice, bring it to me right now. I'm going to take the fat off. I'm going to take everything that God wants. But I want it because that's what I desire. I'm going to take it. So they, yeah. they're shaving off of the sacrifice. And if you recall, somebody did this in Genesis. Oh. His name was Cain. Shaving off the sacrifice. Oh. Right? Something just dropped into my spirit um, with regards to that sacrifice. So in those days, it was a sacrifice of lambs and blah, 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 blah. But right. in today's world, um, as we are, we don't have to sacrifice um, those gifts like the lamb and that. Right. But it's the life. Yes. Right? It's the life that we sacrifice. So um, as I'm thinking about that, it's like it's important for us to look inwardly every time, you know, or, you know, as often. The, the, the Bible would say when you're doing communion, as often as you do this in remembrance of me, because right. um, that's kind of like the, 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 the holiness yes. with it, like, because they were unclean and they wanted to touch what is clean, <laughs> and that's not permissible in the kingdom of God. No. So, you know, even though all of us come under grace, but, you know, as, as the Holy Spirit is downloaded, it's like, you know, we don't have to do lambs, but we do the different things in our lives, mm -hmm. you know? So whether it be the lying, the stealing, you know, whatever we do, that is that brings unholiness, that creates weight. Yes. Those things have to go because we can't enter into, you know, our deal with God business if we are partakers of those things, in other words. Amen. So Amen. that just came as a download. And some people don't realize that you you can hold up your own blessings because of it if you don't deal with certain things in your life. And, and nobody wants to really hear that. But it's truly, you know, it happened with, you know, in with Daniel when he went to the, a certain city. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. You're right. So 
woman sometimes, woman leaves that because we are incubators, right? And we give birth to a lot of things. So whether it be unity, peace, joy, or the opposite thereof, we give birth. So as woman, as in this part, you know, it's talking about honor and how she gives she give back praises to God. As women, we have to be very careful in the kingdom of God because we give birth to a lot of things, whether it be misery, peace, joy, or I'm going to focus on the good things that we give birth to. But then the opposite is also true, right? But we're not going to give wind to the opposite. So it's therefore, like, we have to examine ourselves to make sure that as in the kingdom of God, as we are growing, that these things don't creep upon us and we become like the sons of Eli. You understand? Right. Right? Because I believe further down as you read, they were cursed and yep. they were rebuked openly. Mm-hmm. And sometimes God is like speaking to our heart, even death, right? And, and, and sometimes, we, as someone would say, we die spiritually. You ever go to church and no matter how much anointing is flowing, you don't get none. <laughs> no, you can cry till your eyes fall. Because there is something that it is just not working that day or that minute. Right. Maybe sitting in the house and I can talk because, you know, mm-hmm. you know when your heart is not right. You need to repent or stuff like, like mm-hmm. that. So, again, to bring it back home, it's important that we examine ourselves to see if there is um, any any of the, 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 the Eli's son spirit in our midst. Wanting right. to partake in holiness, but we haven't confessed. We haven't um, resubmit or recommit that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. Yes, Amen. absolutely. And, Amen. And, and as you were saying, you know, when you, when you go through this chapter, now I'm not going to read everything verbatim here, uh, but yes. when you go through this chapter, you see, like you said, these dudes, not only were they skimming the sacrifices, you know, when they originally built the tabernacle, when Moses first built the tabernacle, it said that they took all the jewelry from all the, la- all the ladies that were laying at the doors of the tabernacle, right, to make the washbowls and everything else. They took their jewelry to do this. Well, the reason why these women were laying there is because women were not allowed to go in. It was as far as they could go. So their worship stopped there. That's where they had to be. So they're all gathered to the closest spot as they can get to God. And, 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 you know, in representation of that, they're worshiping right there at the doorstep. Now, here comes Eli's two sons and... You know, being that their father's the high priest, they're automatically under studies. Okay, they're automatically in the priesthood. They're in the line lineage to to do to do this this work. Again, they're over here worshiping false gods, disrespecting our God. Now, as and when you read through the um, the scriptures, they start to lay with these women. Yeah. These ladies are sitting here, so now they're taking advantage of them. Mm-hmm. They're starting to, to lay with the women, and, and, and the scripture says that now you have caused my people to sin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not that they sinned, because they're trying to get some God, and you're manipulating them in a way to make them sing with you. 
which we technically still see going these days in yeah, churches. Yeah. Yeah. Not every yeah. church, but you, you notice some a lot of priests get in a lot of trouble when it comes yeah. to, to, to uh infidelity and stuff like that. And skim, yeah. and skimming the offering. <laughs> yeah, and skimming the offering because it's like you know, these things are very dangerous when it comes to to, to uh intimacy and and, 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 and financial stuff. Those are yeah. things that can really get somebody to fall from God real quick. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. you if yeah. you don't if you don't keep your eyes open, yeah. I mean you you will fall yeah. before you know it. You fall in the wrong crowd. I mean, oh, all these pastors over here, they're doing this. Well, they they seem like they're prospering. Well, let me go do what they're doing. Because you know how we we're in the world of copycats. Whatever's working for somebody, we try to duplicate it. We try to duplicate it, right? Yeah, we don't know if it's good or bad. We just want, hey, whatever they got, it seemed to be working, and I want, I want some of that. I want their habit. Yeah. So, and that's the dangers that we we live in in today's society that we really yeah. gotta be careful of. I mean, yeah, they might be prospering now, just like you know, uh, Phineas and uh, what was it, the other one's name? Uh, I can't remember the other one's name, but just like them, they life seemed to be going good for them. We ain't never hungry. We we taken from the sacrifices. We're just doing our own thing. But, getting <laughs> yeah, right? So, you know, they, they, they're like almost the modern-day mobsters or something like that, you know? like you know. But at the same time, God knew what was going on. Can't hide. He can't hide. Go ahead, Smother. Eli was afraid to rebuke his son. Yes, he was. Sometimes as priests in the kingdom of God, we have a little stuff that is not holy. 
in, in the presence of God. I would right. need to deal with it. Right, and and that and that's the that's the absolute truth. And and you'll find like like you said, he dealt harshly with them. He didn't yeah, only yeah. he didn't only he spoke against his whole house. And when God yeah. speaks against your whole house, he's not just talking about right now. He's talking about things down the line. Right. He's talking about generations from now. When God deals with your house, because remember, now Eli passed away. Now all of his family members are gone. It passed on to Samuel. So no longer can the, the, the family of Eli be in this priesthood because they, they, didn't, they didn't take care of it the way they're supposed to. They didn't take care of the, the office like they're supposed to. But had Eli, like Mother said, had Eli corrected his sons, he not only could have saved them, but he could have saved the, the, the remainder of the family from his judgment. So sometimes a spanking today is worth it because of what happens for you tomorrow. So if he, if he speaks up, he saves his son's lives. They may not they may not like you. They may not even speak to you no more. Yeah. But you don't have God against you. All right? It's, yeah. it's, it's, you know what? If your neighbor mad at you, I can deal with my neighbor being mad at me. If God mad at me, I don't want that on me. Right? You you can't yeah. have you can't have God mad at you. Oh no, I don't want to be on that side. Right. So I mean all he had, like Mom said, all he had to do was speak out. But again, that's how we are. These are our kids. We want to, yeah, it's gonna, yeah. you know, just don't do it again. But like, they, like yeah. the scripture said, everybody in town was talking about it. Everybody was talking about it, so everybody knew the dirt that they were doing. What was that, Debbie? I'm yeah. sorry. I can't. <laughs> Go ahead. So I was saying that how does that apply to us? Because the word of God is for now. And I don't believe that it's a coincidence. I know I came up to you Sunday and I said, Pastor, that's sin. Not that you're God, but um, I, I just wanted to say, like, you know, confess your sins to the elders, right, or the seniors in the church, the more mature ones in the church. Mm-hmm. So how does that apply to us in today's world? Um, because, like, how I was raised, I can only speak for myself. Sometimes you kind of want to the word of God for, like, that was then, but it, 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 every part of the Bible and every part is true and good, and it's still applicable, yeah. right? So how, how, how do I take that in and um, maybe apply it to our situation, maybe at church or in the home? Because one of the hardest places to live a Christian life is in the home. <laughs> at church, everybody's Christian, so it's nice and good, but at home, probably not everybody is Christian, so or not work. But as as the preacher said, you know, it's not a and and as we come to know, because I don't have to depend on the preacher, but I know that it's not a life that I live today, tomorrow, sometime. You understand? But it should be consistent. Mm-hmm. So what do we do when we have the the Eli the the, the uh, Eli son spirit? Those with the heavy baggage and the heavy weight, and maybe because sin in the camp caused unholiness, mm-hmm. right? And cuts off, we may not die spiritually, physically, mm-hmm. but we die spiritually. So we can't raise the dead, we can't 
It may be me. It may be me. But say, yes, you know what? That 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 look or that thought or that 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 what I said because we don't want to die and we don't want to practice church like what we see the messy church that we run from. You understand? But it's in our midst. Like at at work, we have a circle that is like a high performance, and you bring you group up and you you, you share all things that's secular. You shave off things that doesn't hinder you, and you, 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 you focus on the very good things that's going to make you great and more powerful. What more so in the kingdom of God? And they are intentional about your success. Are we able to hold each other accountable and not walk in the Eli spirit so that death come upon us? Don't know. But I'm just throwing that out there. Okay, that was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so um, just to try to um, go back uh, to the for to the forward um, is that um, first we have to uh, definitely see that what they represent, like you had said, it also represents us today. We are the body of Christ. Yeah. Um, the Bible tells us if you're arm is weak, you know, and if, you know, well, meaning that if there's one part of the body that is weak, we need to tend to it, right? And um, the same instance with us in the body of Christ, and as as you've already stated, that it was on Eli to go to to him and correct him and tell him. And definitely in today's ministry, and and this kind of came to me as you were saying that, because, you know, I can only reference, too, um, on the secular end, you know, as a a leader, I do one-on-ones with the people who who are underneath me, right, or that I'm leading. So in, in, in the case of today with the ministry, that maybe we should be doing more one-on-one counseling. We do one-on-one counseling with some other people that you guys don't know, but they're not ready to come into the church. You know, that's just not where they're at right now. They just want the one-on-one counseling. You know what I mean? Yeah. To, yeah. You know, yeah. to deal with whatever they're dealing with in their life, whether it's married couples or just, the the person or individual, but I believe that that's probably something that should happen, you know, with us all. Period is the one on one counseling because, like you had said, that gives you the time to be able to confess the things that are going on mm-hmm. inside of you. It lets us know individually what's going on with you and really what to pray for, because God don't give everything prophetically. <laughs> you know what I mean? To pray for, sometimes you've mm-hmm. got to speak the thing out. Also, it gives time to bring prayer, you know, into your home and and um, and create that true relationship, you know, between, you know, a shepherd and a sheep. Because sometimes, you know, as we know when we see shepherds, some sheep, you got to pull them up on your lap and you've got to pet them and stroke them because they're kind of stressed out because sheep literally yeah, will get stressed. depressed. So right. the shepherd sometimes got to, you know, give them that extra love and that extra um, um, care mm-hmm. um, uh, than than others, you know. So um, I'm glad that you brought that up in the way that you did, and maybe that's something that we should definitely practice and do is make sure that we're doing a one-on-one 
type thing or, you know, um, together when it comes to, you know, couples and things like that, you know, just sitting down together and, 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 you know, individually too, but, you know, also yeah. too, you know, as, as couples and stuff to support each other. Um, the other thing that I was uh, going to say is too is that um, it is important for us to stay mindful of the spirits <laughs> that we all deal with. You have to definitely humble yourself to say that you're not perfect. None of us are. We all deal with something, right? But we have to identify those things and give those things to God constantly. We cannot walk around unconscious. So like you had said, if I'm walking in the world, if I'm at home, I can't allow myself to become unconscious of what I'm doing. Um, the Bible says that when you were a child, you spake as a child. But now I'm an adult, I do more adult things, right? So when you look at that difference, an adult is conscious of their choices and their actions. So even that too, we have to pray and ask God, but also be conscious of the choices and the actions that we're making because the world is looking at us and what we're doing. And there and we do call ourselves Christian. You know, so they'll and we and, and most of the churches tainted the name because of it. You know, so it is important for us to make sure that we're aware of the fact and the Bible tells you don't get too high minded. Don't sit up on your high horse and think that I've made it. You know what I mean? Okay, I've got my ticket into heaven. I'm, I'm, I'm on my way, you know, and don't think that there's anything else that you've got to work on. You've got to be conscious of those things that, 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 that need to be worked on, and if you're not conscious of it, you've got a heavenly Father that will bring situations to trials and tribulations to let you know exactly what is not dead in your flesh. And then those things that come up or rise up in those situations is the things that you are still dealing with, just like with the, you know, the sons of Eli. These are things that they were, you know, they didn't know they were dealing, still dealing with infidelity till it got, till the situation got put in front of all these ladies laying here on the steps. Oh, okay. Well, if, you know, infidelity came and rose his little ugly head up and showed, hey, I'm still alive. I'm still alive in your flesh, and you have not been delivered from me. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's about that, too, to be conscious of yourself. And the Bible says, be not asleep, but walk as awake in him. So um, even as you say it, that means that you're conscious and you're awake. Okay, I can see these things. Okay, now what am I going to do about it? Knowing that, that so true. Yeah. It is, and knowing that I have a heavenly father, that if he saw Eli's sons, he sees me, and he sees what I do. So now that I'm standing here in the midst of this situation, and God is with me, he is in me, in the midst of this situation, what am I going to do before you? Mm-hmm. If everywhere that I walk the Lord calls holy ground, what am I doing in holy ground? What, if, what am I doing on holy ground? Because we consciously think I'm in the church. Like you had said, everything's good on Sunday, 
but we don't think that when I'm at home or if I'm in my car or if I'm out at the grocery store that it's not holy ground. Holiness is in you. It's in you. And so he tells you to be ye holy for I am holy. So when I walk, I've got to walk with a conscious mind, and that's really the holiness part of it, that I'm conscious of what I'm doing and I'm selecting and making the choices that I know that God will find favor with, you know, because we want to always, and put it in this mindset, and I'll I'll stop, is am I in the will of God or am I outside the will of God? To to make make a balance of it, as well as, um, I think I'm about moving, so you might be on mute, but to make a... um, to make a balance of this too, I would say to Conrad is a car. My testimony is on Monday, right? And it's so funny that sometimes I see so much of what is going on and I read so much of what is going on and I said to mommy and Conrad is a car. The same okay, I can see your thoughts so clear. So with that, may I have mercy on you, plant guy saying with dirty hands. Yeah. So when I'm looking and I'm thinking like, oh, you know, this guy or Bobby or Conrad, oh, my God, Jesus, what are you doing with them? I can't wait for you to deliver them from their stronghold. <laughs> They're seeing my weakness and how I need deliverance. But we always see the speck in our brother's right. eyes. Right. We see the plant in our own eyes. Right. And I said to mommy in the car, I think God deliberately does that so you can have empathy and mercy. Because we are the type of people, if we didn't go through the same stuff, or the Holy Spirit overnight, that not long ago you used to struggle here, we would lay everybody on the cross and beat them to righteousness and holiness. Right. And that too is going to take a walk alongside as we get that. So we have to, as some said, remain humble and make sure that even if you're going to rebuke, it's in love because you could yes. find yourself out of the will of God even when you know the right thing. Right. You know, I might have to say, yes. the pastor, and the pastor is my leader, and God opened me up to see something, and maybe yes. at that time is to pray. And I go the whole I am mighty because I'm prophetic and God is giving me downloads. So, Pastor, let me tell you how I see this and I'm calling it out. Not that I didn't see it and not that God don't want, but you say to God, am I supposed to pray, call out? Let me carry a minute and pray. Okay. Let me see what God yes. wants me to do. Because you can call more strong. And God can lend you that little information to see what you do with it. And when you blast it out and whoop everybody because you're not righteous and you're now receiving mm-hmm. something, you won't get anything else because you can handle the truth when I give it to you. Yeah. Right. So every little thing we have to bring it all in and make sure that love is ending up in every single thing we do. And remember the scripture that says, in loving kindness and patience, God leads us all to repentance. 
but what you do with it is, is literally. You Yeah. Because somebody else is going to stand aside and say, yeah, it's because 
what Summer said. And there, because if there is sin in the camp, not only everybody has spiritual eyes, so we're going to see. Some people are older than some, and that's the reason why sometimes not everybody with mercy is a prophetic person. Sometimes the gift, as you go through the gifting list, mm-hmm. the gift of mercy is not very, at 100%, it's when you draw other prophetic gifts. Because you are to be prophesying sometimes about what you see. While the gift of mercy in another case will be high, because that's how it works, right? But there is a time for everything. And so is mercy and grace. But there is also and honesty. And that's how I believe. I don't know if that's a blanket thing for everybody, but that's what I'm saying. Well, I mean, honestly, at the end of the day, there's no, um, like, cookie cutter answer to every situation because um, say for instance the situation that you brought up um, sometimes we have to take our flesh down in order to hear what the spirit is saying if the flesh is risen up we can't hear what the spirit is saying and that is not easy to do because the enemy will catch you when you're not aware. And it's just like all of a sudden surprise. Like you had said, I'm on the phone and I'm like, uh-oh. You know, like, you know the flesh is like at 100 now. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. so it takes you a minute like, okay, all right. But you have to choose yeah. to like be silent or Take that pause, take that moment to say, okay, I need to get a moment to get my flesh under subjection so that I can be able to deal with this thing spiritually because that is an area of weakness for me. And and that's the only thing that we can do, too, is to say to the Lord, Lord, you know I'm weak in this area. Left up to Summer's devices, I've done that before with the Lord. Like, this area, you yeah. know me. If you leave me in the midst of this, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. But I need you now. That's the reason why I love that song on Sunday. I need you right now. Because uh, this right here is going to put me into condemnation, right? So right. Um, there are times where you got to call on the Lord. There are times where you're stronger, where you can see the battle coming from miles away. Yeah. And you're already rebuking the wind before before it before it comes up. So every sometimes some situations call cause for silence. Some situations cause for open rebuke. Some situations cause for prayer and supplication and you know and fasting. You know, and all those different yeah. things. But I agree with Mother Faith, and I just want to say this real quick, is is that um, I have a, a short example, and I'm, I have another church that I'm aware of where they were going through some catty women stuff, right? And we know that that happens in churches a lot, right? Yeah. yeah. But when this particular situation came to me, the Lord had me to just listen, and so when I started to listen and I was watching or listening to these stories of different things that was going on, I literally could identify the spirit 
itself. I could see it jumping from person to person to person. And I'm like, Lord, what is this? And then I went back generations back of people who have died. And I'm like, that spirit is the same spirit that had jumped from this person to that. You see what I'm saying? So that house, kind of like what, what Keith was saying, sometimes the enemy tries to put a specific um, uh, weapon of warfare on that house, right, because yeah. they're, they're not aware of it. They're not aware of it, and they're not praying against it. So I had to tell, you know, this um, leadership, I see this spirit in your house, and this yeah. is something that you need to be aware of, and the whole congregation needs to be told so that people are conscious of themselves and conscious yes. of the things that they yes. are doing. You guys yes. need to fast and pray to remove it, but it needs to be revealed. You know what I mean? Yes. You have to call that yes. spirit out by, by, name. Name, by its name. It yes, by the name. Uh-huh. Y'all don't kick me out of my own Bible study. <laughs> I'm only kidding. Uh, now, you got to remember, um, th- this is not an easy feat uh, right. in which we're speaking of, right? right. It, it, it takes hard work and dedication. And when I say dedication, well, if you go back and you read through this chapter, chapter 2, you will notice something. It talks all the things about Hannah, what she did, the prayer, the, you know, the, the, you know, the supplication to God. And then it talks about Eli's sons and all the dirt that they did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But through all this dirt that they were doing, do you know each time there will be a break in the scripture, and it talks about Samuel and him spending time with God. Wow. Mm-hmm. So you see... You got to think, Samuel is in this house with Eli and his sons. He could have easily catered to whatever was going on, or he could have easily turned a blind eye. But remember, he's still young. He's not, you know, he's not full age. He's still a young, young man. So he's still learning. But his learning has gave him so much thought and, and, and recognition to God that when all this stuff is going on, he just opens up to God. And if you notice, yeah. him sleeping in his bed, you know, going back to, uh, you know, next week we'll talk about this, how he hears the voice of God. Yeah. You know, and because he's opened up to it. But before even that, even in this chapter, God spoke the thing and said that he's going to get rid of his sons and that he will raise up a faithful minister a faithful priest that would do the will of his heart, mm-hmm. of God's heart, and that, that he will be his anointed forever. Mm-hmm. Now, in the end, and I wanted to read this last verse, uh, in the end of that, in verse 36, he says, and it shall come to pass that everyone that is left in thine house shall come out and crouch to him, meaning the one that God has anointed, 
All these that are supposed to be priests, now they are in need. Now they're in need of prayer. Now they're in need of, 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 of something to help them get closer to God because they, their life is in turmoil. So they're crouching down to him, it says. All right? And it says, crouch to him for a piece of silver and a morsel of bread. So they're hurting real bad right now, people. Right? Because God has yeah. removed that blessing from them. Now this is what we need to consider ourselves for because we can end up in these same shoes, but right. we have to be like Samuel and not get caught up. Right. You understand? Like, so Steph, you, you, you notice these, some of these things. You may not notice everything about, about what's going on with you, but the things you do notice, take action. Right. Yes. Yes. Seek the counsel of God because that's what he did. Now get this. It says, yes. you know, in a morsel of bread, and it says, and she'll say, put me. I pray thee, into one of the priest's offices. So now they're trying to finagle their way back into the priesthood just so why? Why? So that they can eat, so that I may have a, uh, um, a portion of the, of the bread. Yeah. So they're not wanting it for God. They don't want the godness of the, of the office. Yes. Yeah. They just want what the office of God gives them. Wow. Yes, the benefit. Right. Wow. So you also have to be careful of people like that as you are in some administrative form or, or what of leadership. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Even, it doesn't matter. But people are always going to come to you trying to get something from of God out of you. Right. Mm-hmm. You understand? Right. Mm-hmm. They don't see Debbie and say, oh, Debbie, she's, she's so pretty. Oh, yeah. They don't care about your prettiness, okay? Uh-uh. They care about that godness that's in you. They're trying to get something out of you that God has deposited. And they're they trying to make a withdrawal. They, they are trying to make a withdrawal, okay? That's they're making they're a withdrawal. They're that you're blessed uh-huh. and they're seeking your blessing. And, and, and that's exactly what happened to Eli. Mm-hmm. His sons saw a blessing in him, so they took full advantage of it. Right. Meaning yes. they, they withdrew from their own father mm. because to see your sons die both on the same day, yeah, that's well, that's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. that took something out of that man. Mm-hmm. So you got to be careful of these people as, uh, you know, I like to and, and, and refer to them as spirit snipers. Because they sit up there, you don't know where they at. You just know one day you're going to feel a shot to your spirit, right? You're going to feel a shot to your spirit, and you ain't not going to know where it came from. But you know something has happened to you. Yeah. Or you feel something missing like that you yeah. had that you're yeah. wondering where it's at. Yeah. yeah. That's true, too. That's true, they too. Took you didn't even know it was gone. Right. I mean, like your peace. I mean, one could be your peace. Like, you're like, wait a minute, this was a good day. What happened? <laughs> like, I, I, woke, I woke up feeling blessed. I woke up feeling blessed. We came home and I'm crying now. Exactly, because the way you woke up feeling blessed, like I said, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Glad in it. Ain't nothing that going on through the day change that. Right. 
It is still the same day that the Lord has made, right. and it is still the same day that you should rejoice and be glad in it. That's true. That's true. That's but true. yet, somehow we let people, like I said, I, I used to let that lady on my job get to me. <laughs> Don't even bother me no more. I know what that speak to you in front of me. Yes. Don't even bother me no more. You know what? I, I gave it over to God, and let me tell you something. I've been sending work over to this lady, and, and nine times out of ten, she sends it through. Amen. I gave it to God. I was like, you know, I ain't going to let this lady bother me no more. Some stuff you can't. Stressing yeah. me out. Yeah. Because she's going to do what she want to do. Right. Right. And I but can't I'm going to go to my God and say, you know what? I can see this through God, but strengthen me in, in, in this area because I need a little help here. Right. Yeah. I'm weak uh, in, in my patience. Right. or I'm, I'm weak in my yeah. understanding, but help me along the way so that I can deal with this. Right. Yeah. And if you've already equipped me with it, let it be known to me where, where this equipment is so I can get this out of my toolbox and use it. And then another Amen. thing, too, us, you know, as a church, too, that we all be aware and awake. And, you know, not all the time is the pastor or, you know, yeah. uh, Conrad doing the music. You know what I mean? It's not always is any one specific person going to be the one that mm-hmm. knows what's going on in the church. Like in this situation I told you about, I don't go to that church. And I had, you know, I'm completely outside of it to have to see into it to say this is what's going on. Yeah. You know, but in that house, everybody should be awake. Aware. Everybody yeah. should be yeah. conscious to say this is trying to attack the body. Yeah. And this is something that I see that we need to pray for, you know, and I really do want to be that open ministry to where if you feel led that we need to pray about something, let's do it. You know what I mean? Let's let's get it out. Let's 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 burn that thing out like a tick. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like get that tick out. You know? And definitely um, though, too, like you had said, because, you know, I see, like, what Mother Faith was saying on Sunday is is that all of this is showing me our preparation for what God is going to do and that how we have to be ready. Yeah. We got to oh, get yeah. so yeah. ready. I know that you guys have been churched. I've been churched. We've seen the <laughs> we've seen the things that can happen. You know what I mean? I didn't literally it can get real ugly. I mean, people trying to steal your husband and you know what I mean? You know, all kind of crazy stuff, you know, can happen. So like you were saying, Mother Faith, is is that if the foundation is sure, if we set the precedence of openness and and, um, you know, consciously walking and, yeah. you know, and um, not trying to say that we so holy that right. we don't make a mistake, right. but that we wear, like you had said, um, um, uh, Debbie, that I wear my sin on my sleeve to let you know this is something I'm dealing with and I need somebody to pray for me. Yeah, you I don't need you to talk so about me. I don't need you to talk about me. I don't need you to gossip about me. I need you to pray for me, you know. So if we can continue to have that openness 
and um, and that trusting atmosphere, then we can set the the foundation to be sure. And I and I just completely see that with the last six seven Bible studies, it's just been yes. And one of the things that I w- maybe we can join hands and heart and do is to be purposeful in our heart. People said that you know I I, I like being around you because of how you make me feel. Feeling is important, mm-hmm. right? I mean, sometimes we talk about feelings and it can, it can get emotional, but people are drawn to us because of how we make the, the God factor within us. So we, we always encourage, we try to see the best in each other. I think as a group of women, because what we run from, definitely, we're growing, and it's going to get different. But if we purpose in our hearts to say that every time I encounter, I have a girlfriend that every time I encounter, I don't know her. She's not, she's maybe potential, but that's her thing. But I've always seen the best side of her, and I love that. She doesn't give me her funny side. Not that I couldn't love her through that. It's difficult to love her because I see a little bit of that through that. But if we purpose within our heart, so that if I see Sister Summer, I'm going to show Sister Summer my best me every time. She's going to get the best greeting, the best love, the best hug. And when I see Pastor, I'm going to love on him. When I see Conrad, I'm going to love on him. When I see Faith, I'm going to hug her. Let her know how important she is in the kingdom of God. Mm -hmm. I believe it would be intentional about the love that we give us. We're going to be more than conquerors. Amen. Right? Amen. Don't just leave it up to chance. Um, be intentional about how people feel when they come within our circle. We have a lot of the God stuff within us, and if that doesn't shine through all the time, then all the goodness, sometimes it can just wash away. But if we purpose within our, really purpose within our hearts to say, you know what, I, I want to be that different Christian. I want to be, it's going to be difficult. I want to be the person when I offend somebody to just move on up. I know maybe my husband will tell you that I, I conference a million at one time. But, and that's just, I don't know if everybody does that, but I, I can only speak about me. Like if I sin, I have to, because I feel like everybody knows the sin. <laughs> so if we be true to each other, I didn't let Nadine feel so good today. Let me, let me go out and let me not sweep it under the carpet hoping that she forgets about the fact that I didn't treat her too well. But let's, you know, you know, not I didn't do that the best way possible. Please forgive me. I love you. I'm just dealing with myself. And then we keep it going. Our, our pastor, I'm just uncomfortable with men because I've been just so hurt. So sometimes I don't even know how to come up to you and say hello. Right? And that's just my thing. It's not you. But knowing from the bottom of my heart is that I really love you as my pastor, and it's over and done with. You understand? Right. But you know, the different things that we deal with, because sometimes we just sweep things, um, or we make people feel under the carpet. I think that, you know, grace and mercy will deal with it. But for me, I'm very tender, and I'm going to just lay it out there. I'm very tender. So I love when I'm treated well, and I encourage good treating because I give my all in everything that I do and I, I love when people show me goodness and kindness and it's reciprocated. So and I'll just end with that. Yes, I'm very mine. Yes, I'm very mine. 
You keep making them beans, we'll be all right. <laughs> Did you hear me? I, I said you, you you keep making them beans, and I keep loving you. Swimming <laughs> beans, I tell you what. I mean. Samuel did. Every time yes. all this crazy stuff was going on, he went yes, to the Lord, yes, yes. and in verse 26, it said that he grew in the Lord, yes. and he was reverenced by the Lord and by men. Yeah. And if you recall in Luke, chapter uh, 2 of Luke, said the same thing about Christ, that he grew in the yes. Lord of knowledge and understanding. So because when you give God that time, just like his, like Hannah did, you give God that time. Mm-hmm. 
Um, you fill yourself up with God. The enemy has no room to, to take. He has no room to take. There's no vacancies. Like that, that, that one song say, there's no, no room, no vacancies. I'm all filled up. Yeah. Right? There's no room for the enemy to come in. If you're full of God, if you're full of Christ, mm-hmm. love yeah. each other. I mean, I can come to Sister Nadine and have an issue with her, but I'm going to say it with love and kindness, Amen. not with yeah. bitterness. Right. You understand? When, when Christ turned those tables over, like he told his disciples, don't let your anger turn into sin. Mm-hmm. He didn't say you couldn't be angry. He said don't let your anger turn into sin. Yeah. So, you see, it's okay. You know, I might turn over a few tables here and there. Right? But I'm going to turn them over with love. <laughs> I'm going to turn them over with love. Right? <laughs> but that's what it was all about. But you know, it's your love for God, not the respect of man, though. Right. You got to remember yeah. that because if Eli had the love of God truly in his foresight, yeah. he would have had the respect of man, and he would have corrected his sons. Right. Yeah. And that's what we got to do. We got to say, you know what? By the love and respect of God, I'm going to come to you, or you're going to come to me, and like, hey, I see something going on. You know, how can we help? Let's pray. What have we got to do? Yeah. Right? But that's what it's about. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, that's all it is. Oh, my something wrong 
but it can be fixed. Yes. Amen. Knowing, you know, where you need to be and knowing that you're not quite there yet and knowing that that help is there. Amen. Because a lot of times people forget that the the Holy Spirit is also your conscience. And forget that voice. You know, because you're so used to hearing your own voice, you don't even know if it's really you talking or someone else. You have to be able to distinguish between God, Holy Spirit, and yourself and the devil. You have to know who's who. <laughs> and if you ain't solid enough to figure out who's who, how are you going to know? And, but, and, and, the thing, and, it, and it goes back. Even if you did know, the question is, are you going to listen? Are you going to be safe? Because, because you know? Eve knew who was talking to her. Oh, oh, yeah. She showed in. She knew exactly who was talking to her. So, into the presence of God, there's a point of entering into the presence of God where you have to be silent. I know that sometimes we, we'll think that it's about the praise, 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 but that's outer court. The praise and, the, and, and the, the supplication and all of that, that's outer court. When it comes into the inner court, it's everything that's internal. It's about your sacrificing of the things that are yourself and, and all the things that are not right. It's about going into that washbowl and looking at yourself and allowing God to show you the things that are not right in you and giving those things up. It's about going into the holy place and God giving you revelation in the word to apply to the things that you are in, in your makeup and feeding you that, that showbread and, and showing you um what it's like to be in his presence, you know, inwardly. And then there's the incense, you know, that, that we give up. Incense is silent. It just rises up in, in silence. It's so pure and unadulterated, and that's that moment of silence before you are completely in the presence of God. Where we know, like even Mother Faith was saying, like, you know, two Sundays ago where it was like the, the Spirit of the Lord just came down. You just can't say nothing. You just can't say nothing because that spirit of the Lord is just so heavy. You just like, oh, you know what I mean? It, it just robs you of all language. You know what I mean? So, I mean, sometimes it is for us to be, you know, in silence, you know, to experience God, you know, and, and enter into his presence. So, Amen. Amen. With, with, with that being said, um, um I think it's time for another fast, guys. Amen. Amen. You ready, Conrad? <laughs> it is time for another one. growing up said, you ain't got to like it, but you got to love it. 
See, so, look, look, it's, it's, you're you going to be free from our eyes. We can't see you no more. So it's just going to be you and Jesus this time. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, yes, the, the, uh, the, the, you know, the, the integrity squad is, is on you. So, uh, <laughs> You know, you know, and, and you guys think about I me. Mean, you know, we always talk about integrity. You know, because you know, me working with my job, we talk about integrity all the time. But seriously, um, as Debbie said earlier, when we're in church, we know how we act. You know, when we're around our loved ones, we know how we act, right? The, the key ingredient to the word integrity means when no one is watching you, mm. how will you act? Mm-hmm. Yeah. When no one is watching you, I leave my wallet on your counter. No one's watching you. How will you act? Right. That's the key ingredient to integrity, meaning even though I'm all alone, will I still be godly the same way I am around everyone else by myself? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So just keep that in mind, like, it's hard. I know fasting is hard because every time we go on a fast, everyone is offering you up free food. You know, you smell every restaurant that you drive by. It just it just gets to you, right? So, you know, you get all these cravings going. But like I said, you know, our fast always got to be food, people. You know, we can have a, 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 seriously, a fast of praying where you make sure you pray, you know, consistently every day for three, four times, or whenever you find a break in your day, just drop and pray and, or whatever you just stop and pray and do whatever you want to do. While you're walking down the street, pray. We so can we, do we, like we can a have, chain prayer like that, you know, where some people take a block of time to pray. We can do that. So I'm just saying, I mean, it can, it can be anything. A fast is not necessarily a food, you know, thing. Mm-hmm. It could be anything, you know, guys. So think about it. Let me know what you guys would like to do. But I, I do think, considering um, all things being said tonight, that we need to fast. Okay. Yeah. All right. Amen. 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 We'll pray about pray about it and see what the Lord says. Okay. Okay. All right. Any prayer requests? I already said mine. So. Yeah. <laughs> Just need that focus. <laughs> uh, um, remind Debbie, too, she wanted prayer in her house, so we need to know when that is. That's troubling. That's troubling, right? Yes. No, no, no. Yes, it's a not, not the traveling, but the prayer in your house, remember? You said you wanted yes. prayer in your home, so please yeah. Yeah, let think, us know. About, think about a day that we can come over there for prayer. Yeah, we don't, we don't, yes. we don't want too much right. time to pass by on that. Yeah. Um, okay, so traveling mercy for meditation. Any anything else? Okay. They're back in school, right? Yes. Yes, they are. Well, yeah, we definitely got to pray for the kids. Okay, so we'll pray for the children, and then we're just going to ask a prayer for um, our family members in Florida um, with this oncoming storm. Um, they haven't they haven't asked for Orlando to evacuate yet, but um, we just want to um, ask for prayer, you know, for for that um, and the and the Caribbean islands that have suffered 
um, a lot, a lot already. So. Okay. And I want to for prayer yeah. for my grandmother, please. Is that Kathy? It is. Oh, Kathy. <laughs> Hi, Kathy. Hey, Kathy. Hi. Hi. Amen for your for your grandmother. Amen. Okay, here we go then. Thank you, Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we lift your name on high, Lord God, this evening. We thank you, Lord God, because you are such a merciful and upright God. We thank you, Lord God, because you are a revealer, Lord God, and your word, Lord God, continues to cleanse, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, because you have shown us, Lord God, exactly what we ought to be, Lord God, and how we ought to pray for ourselves, Lord God, and how we ought to put the flesh down when it's so easily wants to rise up, and how, Lord God, you are covering us, Lord God, as a ministry going forward, Lord God, in the areas of love and of treating uh, treating each other in specific ways, Lord God. I thank you for tonight. I thank you for the openness, Lord God, the trusting, Lord God, the words, Lord God, that have been deposited into this conversation and to each other, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, because it was a full meal on tonight, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God, because we will walk away, Lord God, well fed, Lord Father. I pray, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, that we continue to contemplate, Lord God, on this word on tonight, Lord God, as we go out into our own individual lives and our homes, relating with family members, Lord God, or our jobs, Lord Father, I pray, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that this word not be stolen, but we rebuke the enemy right now in Jesus' name, and that we will hold on, Lord God, to this word, that it be set in the good ground in Jesus' name. I pray, Lord God, that you will bless my sister. Tina, Lord God, who is seeking you, Lord God, in silence, Lord Father, in her mind. I pray, Lord God, that you quiet down each and every other voice within her head in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord God, that your voice be ever so clear in her, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. I pray, Lord God, that she be led by the Spirit of the Lord, Lord God, in her choices, Lord Father. I pray for spiritual vision to see, Lord God. And, Lord God, I pray, Lord God, that you continue to minister to her soul, to have peace, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, even in the name of Jesus for her kidneys. I pray for this whole situation, Lord God, that she is going through. Give her understanding, I pray, Lord God, in the midst of this situation, Lord God, and let her, Lord God, see, Lord God, where her battle is and what she ought to pray for, what she should stand for, and what, she, Lord God, she should give up unto you, Lord God. And I pray, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus for my sister Debbie, Lord Father. I pray, Lord God, traveling mercy, Lord God, as she goes out, Lord Father. I pray, Lord God, in the name of Jesus that you give her, Lord God, the words to speak to her father, Lord Father. I pray, Lord God, that she come back with a great testimony, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. I pray, Lord Father, that even while she's gone, Lord Father, that you bless her home, Bless her husband and her children, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. And cover, Lord God, their finances. Cover, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, their relationships. Cover, Lord God, each and every area, even on her job, Lord God. I pray, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus for Kathy's grandmother. I pray, Lord God, that you would bless her right where she is, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that even right now within her mind, Lord God, she be, she be able, Lord God, to be conscious enough, Lord Father, to call upon your name, Lord God. I pray, Lord Father, within the depths of her soul that she cry out unto you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that she sup with you. 
I pray, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that she exists in the spirit of the Lord. I pray, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, that you would give her all that she needs, Lord God, that her soul will be complete. I pray, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, that you would continue to bless those, Lord God, who are in our family in, in Florida, Lord God, to be prepared. We pray, Lord God, for um, for Keith's stepfather, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, and the surgery that he is about to partake in. In the name of Jesus, bless his soul, Lord God. We pray for salvation. We pray, Lord God, to ministering um, angels around and about him, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, for his soul, Lord God, that it be reaped for you. I pray, Lord God, for each and every person, Lord God, who is suffering, Lord God, out in the Caribbean areas, Lord God, Puerto Rico and Haiti, Lord Father, and all those different places, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, for your mercy, Lord God, on the devastations that have happened, Lord Father, that, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that people will come together, Lord God, in brotherly love. I pray, Lord Father, in the name of Jesus, for those who are about to be exposed to this, this hurricane, Lord God, I pray that we come together in brotherly love, Lord God. I pray, Lord God, that all of these things, that they shall be done in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right, guys. Great, great Bible study, guys. Mm-hmm. Next mm-hmm. week, chapter 3, 1 Samuel chapter 3, we're continuing on. Amen. And a uh, bit of a surprise for you guys. Um, somebody's going to get to do a Bible study this month. Uh-oh. Um, it's going to be from the book of Samuel. It's going to be from Samuel. We're going to continue on with Samuel, but... Uh, for the rest of the year, we're going to be doing for, uh, Samuel. So as I call your name out, it's going to be on you. <laughs> oh. So be prepared. It can be anyone. I'll tell you guys from me. I'm not, not going to give you a heads up like the week before because I'm, I'm, I want you to read. Uh-huh. All right, I want you to study. I might call you. Monday or Tuesday night and tell you, hey, it's on you. Because I I want you to be that prepared. You understand? You know, I I, I can give anybody a lesson plan and make them prepare for it, but I need you to always be prepared. Pop quiz. So (laughs) if I call you out, you'll know. (laughs) Right? All right. Amen. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so start reading the chapters, start studying, start digging, getting some stuff um um into into your into your membrane there. Yeah. All right, guys. Bye bye. All right, God bless you. Good night. Good night, God. Love you. Love you too. Good night. Good night, Kathy. Good night.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.